following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Kids say the darndest thing. No telling what, no telling when, never a dull moment. You think you know, they'll surprise you again. Saying what they wanna. They're gone tomorrow, right here today. St. Peter here for kids say the darndest things. We have a little child, small child here right now. Uh, hello, uh, little boy. What's your name? Uh, my name's Johnny. Oh, hello, Johnny. Hello. Uh, how old might you be, Johnny? I'm free. Okay, okay. Three years old. So uh, we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna ask you some questions, and then you're. I guess you're gonna say something funny because that's what kids do. They say funny things. I don't know. It's the way it was explained to me. Uh, I, have, I have a math question here, Johnny. All right, you, you any good at math? Yes. All right. Well, anyway, what's uh? Here's use your math question. What is three plus five? Um. Three plus five. Three plus five. You have any idea, Johnny? Um. No. Just any any answer, Johnny? Any any kind of answer would do. Se- seven. What, what was that? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> you say seven? Yes. You say seven for three plus five? You said it was seven? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You, say, you said seven. You said seven. Oh, my God, Johnny. That is so, so stupid. That's the dumbest answer I've ever I've ever heard. My God. How stupid can you be, Johnny? Seven for three plus five. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Oh my God! That's hilarious, Johnny. You think that, that three plus five is seven? Oh, the, the answer is clearly thirty-five. All right, get out of here, you little bastard. Oh my God! That was so dumb. That kid was so dumb. I can't believe it. Oh, this is kind of cool. You can put your weed in there. Oh, check this out. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. A lot of people don't realize this, but you can put your weed in there. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. It's Mark Greg here at Poontang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh, man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. (laughs) 
Yes, words. They are my shit. Welcome back, everybody. Hour two. High noon with Stoner Jesus. Live on CannabisRadio.com every Friday at noon Eastern Time. Thank you for joining us, whether it's live or on podcast. Joe Destruction, chilling with us in the chat area on Spreaker. We've got Allison Tyler coming up. Miss Tyler XXX on Twitter. Allison Tyler VIP.com. On the interwebs. It is hour two. As I said, it's time for some celebrity news. We're talking to Allison about 26 minutes. We'll give her a call. See what kind of myriad of technical issues we can create with that. <laughs> wonder how wonder that's going to blow up my face. Anyway, I am Stoner Jesus. I'm on Twitter at StonerJesus420. Go check out stonerjesus.net for all the latest episodes. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash stonerjesus420. Become a patron of the show, as is Joe Destruction. Links to it, of course, all over stonerjesus.net. You can't remember what I just said, which, of course, you may not. We have some short-term memory issues for various reasons. So anyway, celebrity news. Very sad day yesterday. Chris Cornell, lead singer of Soundgarden, Audio Slave, solo artist. You know Chris Cornell. You know his songs. If you ever if you listen to rock music in the last 25 years, you've heard Chris Cornell. Most likely with Soundgarden, but uh, like I said, uh, the other. I was never a huge Audio Slave fan. I mean, I liked Soundgarden and I liked Rage Against the Machine, but Chris Cornell with the other dudes from Rage Against the Machine, and Audio Slave, I just never. I never got into it. I was a much bigger fan of Rage Against the Machine and uh, a big fan of, of uh, Soundgarden as well. So Chris Cornell, night before last, he's in on stage in Detroit. There's reports that he was acting weird and a little off, a little agitated during the show. Other people say he was acting just fine, you know, whatever. So he goes back uh, to his hotel and supposedly kills himself. Is being ruled by the coroner, being ruled a suicide by hanging. Uh, now, obviously, you know, you can say it would be simple-minded and basic or whatever to say that, well, you know, he had a lot of, uh, he had a lot of money, a lot of fans, you know, what, what did he have to be depressed about? Because, of course, you know, most of the time that's not what depression has anything to do with. Well, we'll say most of the time, a lot of times – Depression is a direct result, obviously, of things in your life, you know, the pressures you feel, the stress, uh, things not going right. Like maybe your show has a ton of fucking technical issues. It makes you depressed. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe something like that. So, yeah, a lot of the times it's, it's environmental things that will make you depressed. Now, if you don't have environmental things, which most people with a lot of money, uh, they still have those things. I mean, people die and shit like that. But they don't have – the financial pressures and a lot of those things. Now, we don't know anything about Chris Cornell. Maybe he uh, maybe he did have financial problems. I don't know. Maybe he made some bad investments. Maybe there were environmental things. Maybe, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe a lot of things are going on in his life. When someone at that level kills themselves, there's usually something deeper. 
you use any example you want, I guess, you know, Kurt Cobain being the most obvious. Not because of, you know, well, yeah, because of the similarities with Chris Cornell and grunge and all that. But it's usually either uh, severe mental problems or drug use or some kind of combination of the two. I would not be surprised. We're gonna, uh, Cornell's family is questioning the ruling of a suicide, so it's, you know, that's already beginning. But it wouldn't be surprising to hear if it was a suicide that it was a combination of drugs and mental issues that led to it. You know, people that just aren't, they can't be happy no matter what. You know, they're driven. And a lot of these people are they're they're driven to succeed, and that's why they do succeed. But it's never good enough for them. Um, in any case, this is from USA Today. The family of Soundgarden singer Chris Cornell says they're not ready to yet to conclude his death Wednesday night was an intentional suicide, based on preliminary autopsy results. And of course, there's also the possibility that it was just autoerotic asphyxiation gone wrong, and obviously that you know that does happen. Vicky Karayanis, his wife, said that when she spoke to her husband after the Detroit show, he told her he may have taken an extra Ativan or two. According to lawyer, that's another possibility. Accidental overdose. These fucking rock stars, man, they get used to taking all these pills and shit to sleep. People like Prince or Michael Jackson or whatever. And uh, whoops, one too many. There you go. Um, according to his lawyer... He did have a prescription for the anti-anxiety drug, Ativan, a sedative. And his side effects include drowsiness and dizziness. Uh, without toxicology results, which will take weeks, the family says the cause of his uh, death cannot be determined conclusively. Uh, lawyers say without the results of to- the toxicology tests, we do not know what was going on with Chris or if any substances contributed to his demise. Chris, a recovering addict, had a prescription for Ativan and may have taken more Ativan than recommended dosages. Uh, lawyer's statement follows Thursday's announcement by Wayne County Medical Examiner's Office that the singer hanged himself in his hotel room following a concert. Uh, the ruling was based on a preliminary autopsy results, but the full investigation has not yet been completed. The family believes that if Chris took his life, he did not know what he was doing and that drugs or other substances may have affected his actions. You know, it's, it could be a combination of many things, but it's not likely that he was uh, sober and um, without mental problems, and he was just like, oh, God, I'm you know, so famous and rich, I'm just going to fucking hang myself. There's obviously something going on. That, um, and it's, you know, sad shit. You know, he did drugs a lot of his life, as most musicians do. That shit fucks with your head, your head too. You do drugs for a long time, that shit chips away your sanity, and, and well, bad shit can happen. Man, it's sad. There's no doubt about that. This next story is from Variety.com. Fox News fires the five co-host Bob Beckel, apparently over a racist comment. Um, he was terminated today for making a sensitive remark to an African-American employee, the network said in a statement. <laughs> and he's like the liberal. He's like one of the few liberals at Fox News. He's going around dropping M-bombs. I don't know. The dismissal opens or perhaps closes another chapter in an off-and-on relationship Beckel has had with the 21st Century Fox-owned cable news outlet over the years. Uh, Beckel, a longtime political consultant, as well as a former campaign manager for Democratic presidential candidate Walter Mondale, <laughs> joined Fox News in 2000 
and had years long tenure, years long tenure on the five. Uh, he's one of the program's original co-hosts. Uh, apparently, there was a split in 2015, but then he returned in 2017 after going to CNN. And uh, well, now he's gone again. Bob, Bill O'Reilly's gone from Fox. Roger Ailes is dead. Shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> That's a weird time. It may just seem that way because, you know, circumstances and social media and shit like that, but it just fucking, it's a weird fucking time. Uh, judge declared, another news, judge declared Prince's six siblings, the heirs to his estate. Um, Bong Joon Ho, Ho. Defends Netflix, Netflix, and can what? God, this is where fucking celebrity news starts to fall apart. <laughs> I get past the two or three stories I'm actually interested in. The rest of this seems dumb. Twin Peaks is coming back. Never watched it. Uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is back. I watched some of that. It was okay. I don't know. I mean, that's it. The best reaction to Katy Perry's possible Taylor Swift diss track. Swish, swish. Is that, I don't even want to click that. Man, see, it just shit just goes fucking downhill. After the first couple is just total shit. So that's going to be in the celebrity news. Fuck it. Done. <laughs> it's not, it's not fun anymore. I'm moving on. I'll oh, check out some shit around the internet coming up. And then we'll talk to Allison Tyler Miss Tyler XXX on Twitter here in about 17 minutes. You want to stick around for that. Uh, coming up, parents throw hands during their children's graduation ceremony. <laughs> uh, dude hits the school lunch lady with a tray for not putting enough chicken nuggets on his plate. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> These people are on drugs. Holy shit. So high noon. High noon with Stoner Jesus. May 19th, 2017, live on canvasradio.com. Go to stonerjesus.net. It's very important that you do. Go check it out. Just really just root around in there. Get all up in stonerjesus.net and just fucking poke and prod and push and pull and all that shit. Go do it. (laughs) We'll be back after this awesome stuff. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311 and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Now I'm ready. 
growing green to generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you, right now I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor, or are you smoking sun-grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the, the king, right? You just have, you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the newest and greatest podcast in the galaxy, The Real Dirt with Chip Baker, your insider industry connection to accurate and entertaining information about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. Rolling joints and dropping knowledge about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. The future of legal cannabis has arrived, and we want to give you The Real Dirt with Chip Baker. Look for new episodes at CannabisRadio.com, TheRealDirt.com, or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. I'm Radical Russ Belville, inviting you to join me every weekday on CannabisRadio.com for The Russ Belville Show. It's the NPR of POT. We bring you the latest marijuana headlines, cannabis analysis, drug war data, activist interviews, radical rants, and your live calls. Join me every weekday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, live only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yep, yep. Welcome back, everybody. Listening live on podcast. Hi, noon with Stoner Jesus. Live on CannabisRadio.com. We do it every Friday. Noon Eastern Time. This is May 19th, 2017. I have Allison Tyler coming up. In about 10 minutes. Miss Tyler. XXX on Twitter, AllisonTylerVIP.com. Or as I said before, just search Allison Tyler. She's a six foot, gorgeous, huge tits. Can't miss her. <laughs> There's nothing I want to answer about, ask her about. She does a lot of uh, backpacking and stuff around the world. She's got to stand out. I mean, she stands out wherever she goes. I imagine get some pretty interesting reactions, especially from guys. I mean, I'm at. It's got. I mean, I mean, imagine most guys would be intimidated to even be around her, and look like a, an ass in front of this gorgeous woman. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. I'm projecting. Maybe a lot of guys would be like, "Yo, baby, what's up?" <laughs> As they look up at her. <laughs> uh, let's see what's going on around the internet. It's from WorldStarHipHop.com. Fed up, dude hits the school lunch lady with a tray for not putting enough chicken nuggets. 
I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but <clears throat> let's try this again. Dude is to school lunch today with a tray for not putting enough chicken nuggets on his plate. I guess somebody filmed it. I don't know. Tell you right now, it's going to disappear. Why? Because I'm going to throw it. I'm going to throw it. I'm going to throw it. Long time, man. Look, huh? What is it? It's a whole meal. It's no chicken on this shit, bro. What the fuck am I doing on this? Go ask you some more chicken. I already did. And what she said? She said no. You want to have this one out? That's exactly what she did. Everybody else. This is exactly what she gave me. They got a whole tray of chicken. People are watching. That line right there, you got so busy. And you smiling, I'm telling you, walk off. This shit going in there. Nah, you can't do that. I bet y'all will. You can't do that. Hey, man. There he goes. You gonna walk in there. Hey, chill out, bro. <laughs> Looks like he hit one of the students in the head when he was trying to throw it. He knew he was on camera, so I guess he was like, hey, I'm gonna. I am. I'm going to hit this bitch with a tray. <laughs> he didn't get enough chicken. What's ironic about it is he didn't eat the chicken that was on there. He threw it on the with the tray. So apparently he didn't want chicken too bad after all. Diddy. Also from Rollstar Hip Hop. It's just a great website if you've never checked it out. RollstarHipHop.com. Gave no fucks. Parents throw hands during their children's graduation ceremony. <laughs> That's the perfect time to do it. It's fucking fantastic. The graduation music is playing. And there's like like ten white people just throwing fucking fists at each other, trying to hit each other. Oh, that shit is great. I didn't tell, I couldn't even tell what happened. I guess one person was trying to get a better angle with their camera or something. And then I was like, ah, oh, fuck that. I'm going to hit you. Oh, <laughs> uh, Steve Wilco's show doing DNA tests now. Maury not do that anymore. Or now are they both doing it. I don't know. Is that, is that a thing? The girl who thought a 16-year-old boy was her baby daddy brought another teen boy for a DNA test on the Steve Wilco show. What? No, fuck that. Hey, female sex robots to replace real women in the future? That sounds like an interesting story. Close your eyes. Wake up. Smile. Her name is Harmony. She's a realistic-looking robot with soft skin and soothing voice. The more you interact with me, the smarter I become. She's capable of having a conversation, a romantic moment, and well, you know. I feel very secure with you next to me. Harmony is a redhead with green eyes, but she can be blonde or brunette. You need to be putting your dick in me. 
Every detail can be and on my mouth. Customized. Matt McMullen is the creator. The future is is upon us for sure, and I think that it's inevitable that humans and robots are going to coexist. Matt has been working on this prototype for many. And robots got some nice tits years. His company, Abyss Creations in San Marcos, is the leading seller of life-size silicone love dolls. Matt has been selling the dolls for more than 20 years. His clients order them online, but they also send in photos to have customized dolls made. They are delivered in a large wooden box. Now, Matt <laughs> wants to take the dolls like a dead person. Success a step further with Harmony, combining the silicone doll with realistic robotics with the advent of talking to our phones like we all do all of a sudden the possibility became very real the technology is similar to personal assistant software like siri and alexa except this one is more advanced yeah, basically you, you wanted to fuck siri well here you go ours will be customizable in the sense that you can choose traits in the personality that will influence your interactions um, and there are going to be moods in place. So if you interact with her uh, more frequently and you interact in a positive way, you're going to get more positive feedback. If you don't interact with her very often, she'll actually become a little sad. Nice to meet you, Tina. You make your sex robots sad. <laughs> I'd probably do that for a while just on purpose, just to see what it was like. I wonder if I can make this sex robot sad. You don't... You don't want to stick your dick in my mouth anymore. What is wrong? <laughs> That's exactly the accent I want my sex robot to have, too. A female Dracula. I'm going to bite your dick off with my, ting, my, my teeth. <laughs> you can go check that out on worldstarhiphop.com. We're going to be calling Allison Tyler here coming up after the break. High noon. With Stoner Jesus live on CampusRadio.com, May 19th, 2017. Go check out StonerJesus.net for podcasts. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome sponsor of the show, Kind Soil. Check out the Kind Soil banner on StonerJesus.net or go to KindSoil.com. And also follow at KindSoil on Twitter. Kind Soil is a 100% organic soil program that feeds your plants from seed to harvest. All you ever do is water your plants. Never use nutrients again. Make sure you check out that Kind Soil banner on stonerjesus.net. Kind Soil allows your plant to feed as it chooses, drink fresh, clean water as it chooses, all while never experiencing burns or growth issues from chemical feeding. Kind Soil produces large, dense flowers soaked in trichomes. Go check it out for yourself, kindsoil.com, or click that Kind Soil banner on stonerjesus.net. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on, and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical balms, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com you're listening to the Stoner Jesus Show. 
Not only can Stern Jesus Show podcast be found on sternjesus.net, you can also find them on cannabisradio.com. You can also find the show by searching Stoner Jesus on Spreaker.com and the Spreaker Radio app. Also, the Stitcher Radio app, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, and iHeart.com. If you want the links to all of these, go to stonerjesus.net in the top menu bar. There's a page that says, Listen to the Stoner Jesus Show. There you can find all the different ways you can listen to the Stoner Jesus Show podcast. All other information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Hi, new with Stoner Jesus live on CannabisRadio.com, May 19th, 2017. About to call Allison Tyler. Miss Tyler XXX on Twitter, AllisonTylerVIP.com. Porn superstar, traveler, fitness expert. Just doing a lot of stuff. Make, she's accomplishing a lot, and I'm not accomplishing as much, and it makes me feel inferior. And I'm not too proud to say that. Although I probably won't say it to her because I want to impress her for whatever reason. <laughs> but we can go search Allison Tyler on Google as well. And we'll get her other, you know, particulars like the Instagram and all that stuff. <clears throat> We're going to call her uh, now. Hopefully, this works. <laughs> Miss Tyler XXX on Twitter, AllisonTylerVIP.com. Hopefully no tech issues. Hello. Hello. Is this Allison? Hi. Hi, Allison. You're live on the Stoner Jesus Show. How are you? Oh, awesome. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for taking the time uh, to do this. Um, yeah. Thank you, you for having me. Not a problem. Usually when I say that to a guest, uh, it's just like a formality, but uh, the amount of stuff <laughs> that you do, I'm sure that like it's, it's I mean, you just, you just got to be busy all day long, I would imagine. Well, you caught me on a good day. It's my day off. So. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So um, uh, first, like I said, you do a ton of stuff, and we'll get to all of it, but uh, I guess we'll start with the, with the porn, of, of course. What uh-huh. made you want to get started in the adult industry in the first place? Uh, you know, it was never really... Um it was never really something that I thought about or that I was interested in until it kind of just fell on my lap. And then I was like, oh, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> and then here I am eight years, eight years later. <laughs> wow. It's so funny um, how that happens. Yeah. So how, what, what was like the first thing you did? How'd you get into the industry? Um, I was actually, I had a girlfriend that had gotten in about 
three to four months prior to me, and I was driving her to and from set, and I um, I drove her to set one day, and the director was like, hey, are you a model? And I told him no. And he was like, well, you know, I, w- I would shoot you if you're interested. Um, <laughs> and so I kind of I kind of thought about it, and I talked to her about it, and then, you know, it was like one of those fuck it moments. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll give it a shot. And um, and I actually really liked it. So, you know, uh, that was my first shoot. It was for Vivid. And, um, yeah, I was 19. It kind of just landed on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So um, do, you, do you find that doing, like, porn and doing it professionally, do you find that that affects your, your quote-unquote, home sex life, either, you know, in positive or negative ways? Um, you know, I get that question quite a bit. And I, I like to say... Like, porn to me is gymnastics. It's, you know, like, <laughs> your legs over your shoulder, you're on something that's slippery and shaky. <laughs> My home sex life is just because we enjoy it. So really, to me, like, they're two very completely different things. They don't really um, interchange. My dude does like to watch porn, so it it affects it in the way that, like, I know a lot of the girls. So, like, <laughs> oh, we can't watch that one because I went shopping with her last week. <laughs> like, that, in, in that way, yes, but um, in the actual act of sex, I, I don't see, uh, it doesn't really affect it much, no. Yeah. So, um, is yeah. that how you got into fitness was, was like, an extension uh, of the porn? Um, kind of. I've always, I've always been an athlete. Um, my whole time through school, college, um, I was really big into team sports. And then after I graduated, um, I kind of had to rediscover being fit. And I, I had to learn the gym because I was never really big into the gym. Um, and that's when I, I figured out uh, bodybuilding. And that's when I got into yoga. And it really kind of just consumed my life. And I fell in love with it. It's just something that I'm really passionate about. Um, and I really like to help other people learn how to lead happy, healthy lives. And it's, it's kind of wasn't something that was planned, but just kind of started it to be its own beast. <laughs> I'm since a kind of like a theme in your life. You're, you're kind of like a, I guess you're the type of person that makes yourself open to opportunities. Then you notice them when they come along and you get to do and accomplish a lot more stuff. Exactly. I'm, I'm always open to um, anything that comes my way. I really am. And I would imagine, um, as you said, like in, if you watch porn, especially your porns or, or anyone else, um, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that wouldn't happen in, quote unquote, you know, home sex. I would imagine that the fitness really helps with a lot of that, like on especially like on days when there's long shoots and stuff. Oh, it definitely does. I, I, I can definitely tell a difference. Like if I if I slacked off on my cardio the week before, I get winded really easily, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> time for a break." <laughs> um, it definitely helps. Yeah. Okay, so um, it definitely helps. Uh, so you currently, I know uh, I was reading your bio, and you're working on some certifications. Do you currently uh, train people, or is it something you plan on doing? No, I do. I currently take. Um, I currently have training clients. I also do nutrition, and I teach yoga as well. So. Um, I've kind of got like three different, three different avenues to go down, but I do, I am currently taking clients. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, and you can be found yeah. on Twitter, as I said, uh, miss Tyler XXX, um, mm-hmm. Allison Tyler, uh, VIP.com, uh, where can your uh, fitness stuff be found? 
Uh, my fitness stuff is balancedbodieswellness.com. I'm actually, the site's down right now, but it'll be up in about a week and a half because I had to completely redesign it and make it pretty. <laughs> so um, that is where everybody can kind of find my fitness stuff. I've got a blog on there with recipes. I've got a forum on there for all of my clients to talk to each other. Um, there's a link to my YouTube page, which I'm trying to build up with, health and fitness and like the shit that I do day to day, which I find boring, but other people seem to <laughs> like. <laughs> um, so that's kind of my hub for everything wellness related. That's not porn. Awesome. So, uh, I was telling people before that, um, obviously it was, we mentioned you, you do a lot of stuff. Uh, one of them is you like to backpack in a lot of foreign countries. How did that get started? Whoa, Allison. Oh, I think we lost her. Let's call her back. <laughs> into uh, silence. Let's try this again. Star Jesus Show. Calling back Allison Tyler. Hello? Hey, yeah, Allison. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we seem to uh, have lost you, you there for a minute. Okay, so um, as I was saying, um, another thing you do is you, you like to backpack in a lot of uh, foreign countries and stuff. How'd you get started doing that? I do. I love to backpack. Um, I got started with a nonprofit. And I have to leave their name out because they're not porn friendly. Um, okay. But I got started with a nonprofit and that kind of launched my, my curiosity of backpacking. That was the first time I had ever been out of the country um, alone. And I ended up going to South- Southeast Asia. So I backpacked through Cambodia, Laos, and Vietnam, and Thailand. Wow. And uh, after that, honestly, I was hooked. <laughs> and people always ask me, you know, traveling alone as a woman, if I feel safe. And I have never been in a position where um, I haven't felt safe or comfortable. I've, everywhere that I've gone, I felt I felt safe. Um, that might be slightly due to the fact that I'm six feet tall and I tower <laughs> over everybody. But <laughs> um, it, it's really an awesome experience. I, I encourage everybody to get out there. You know, solo travel is, is really cool. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, for, those who, for those who don't know, like myself, uh, what exactly does backpacking entail? Is it just mainly uh, in reference to the fact that you're not like doing like hotel stays? You're just, you know, strapping on a backpack and, and seeing where the journey takes you? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it, it's, literally, it's literally just one backpack. I have a big, you know, giant backpack that's almost my size. Um, <laughs> and then you kind of just it's kind of, you just wander. I mean, I knew like there were certain points that I wanted to hit certain cities. I really wanted to see. So that part was mapped out, but I left room in between those cities, you know, a day here, a day there to kind of wander around. Um, and then you end up in places that, you know, you didn't plan, you meet people all over the place. You make friends, um, all across the globe. It's really, really a cool experience, especially for, for young adults that, you know, aren't married, don't have kids, aren't tied down. I really encourage it. It's definitely interesting. It's something I don't, I could never see myself doing. I, I get annoyed walking around the block, so I can imagine (laughs) traveling through different countries. I'm not a. I'm not a people person. <laughs> you're not. It's just, it looks technically the same thing. You're walking around a block. You're just doing it on the other side of the ocean. <laughs> it's a long block. <laughs> it's a very long block. Um, so as you mentioned, as I mentioned before, you're, you're six feet tall, a gorgeous woman. It's mm-hmm. not something that people see every day. Do you get reactions uh, to that in various places? 
Um, you know, not so much unless I wear heels. That's, that's when I really notice it. Um, I think people, although I see more tall girls now wearing heels and, and really embracing their height, but people seem to kind of be taken aback when they see someone that's, you know, now six, three, um, in stilettos. (laughs) That's when I really start to see, uh, I don't want to say people noticing, but people like, that's when I get heckled. That's when people like, you know, like, Hey, you're really tall or, you know, that's when they really, uh, <laughs> notice. <laughs> that's clever. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I always, I always laugh because people come up to me and they're like, Oh my God, you're so tall. And I'm like, really? I had no idea. Like I <laughs> <laughs> looking around, I had no clue. Um, but yeah, that's, that's when I really noticed that it was probably when I'm in heels. Um, you mentioned there weren't any times when you felt like any kind of danger, but is there any kind of like, if I ask you if like there's anything crazy that happened during your journeys in backpacking, is there any like, you know, specific instances or whatever that come to mind? Um, I had a really, well, it wasn't really scary. It was a really cool experience. There's, um, there's this temple that's on top of a mountain in Cambodia and you basically, you have to take a truck to a check-in point and then that check-in point has another truck that you sit in the back of and they take you all the way up this mountain and on top of the mountain is this amazing temple, but it's still um, taken over by their military. And a lot of people don't know this. Well, this was a couple of years ago, but at the time, Thailand and Cambodia were in the middle of a war over that temple. Wow. And it was technically Cambodian property. So the military was all set up, um, and I was walking around, and one of the people that I had met was semi-fluent in Cambodian and I was walking around with him and we were actually able to talk to the military we were buying them cigarettes and stuff and they let us look through their telescope and we could we were looking across the mountain at the Thai military (laughs) who were looking back at us (laughs) with their telescopes and all their guns Um, so it was actually pretty cool they had like bomb bunkers that they let us go in and check out um, it was very quiet. They weren't shooting at each other or anything, but that was probably <laughs> one of my favorite. That was pretty cool. Um, I don't know about your, uh, like how long you've been in a relationship or your dating past or whatever, but in general, do you find that, uh, you know, your height and, and the way you look and, and everything does, do you find that men are intimidated, uh, to approach you or, or do they, you know, just come right up to you? Um, a little bit of both, and it's it's kind of comical because I find that the guys that are intimidated or the guys that don't want to approach me are usually the guys that are pretty close to height, in, like um, pretty close to me in height, like within an inch or two. The guys that don't give a shit are the guys that are like really short, <laughs> like guys that are like five foot five, five foot seven are usually the guys that like they don't care, <laughs> like it's like hey, how are you? Um, the only ones that I've noticed that have had an issue with my height are the guys that are relatively tall. They don't like, they're not used to being towered over by a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is pretty funny. It makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. I guess you just, uh, if you're that short, you might as well just take a shot. I mean, what's the worst can happen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, do you find there's exactly. a difference in the reactions you get, uh, like say in the United States versus like overseas? Um, as far as my height goes? Yeah, or just in, in general, the way people interact with you. Because I, when I talk to a lot of people that, that do a lot of traveling, they point out the, how much 
you know, how different, you know, different cultures are. And it really is noticeable when you go to a different country. Well, when I was in, I was in South Korea and I actually was the first time I actually got laughed at. Because you were tall? (laughs) Yeah, I was at a South Korean mall and I was like, it was me and one of my girlfriends and she's like a little stocky, bright redhead, like bright maroon hair. (laughs) And these people would literally like stop and take pictures of us and giggle. Wow. Um, And that was was really interesting. But as far as like Europe goes, I mean, a lot of the Scandinavian girls are very tall. um, And that's where I'm like, my descent is Norwegian and Danish. So um, I think that they're a little bit more accustomed to it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Imagine you really stand out. Like if you're traveling in Asia or something, you got to. You see you in a you crowd really of people. You really stand out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You really, really stand out. You're like a full chest and head above everybody else. <laughs> um, so as far as the future goes, like future uh, projects and stuff, by the way, before we get to that, I I meant to ask you something. If and We've been having some fun. This is a more serious question. How do you find okay. the time to do everything you do? Like you've accomplished so much, and I guess, I'm, I guess you're in your, like your late 20s. And you've accomplished so much already. Yeah. How is there any any secrets, any tricks that you could you pass on to people that that allows you to get so much done? Um, that's uh, I I am really good with time management. <laughs> I have apps on my phone that like this is sound, this is going to sound super nerdy, but I have apps on my phone that um, that are like daily tasks that I do every day of the week. And my boyfriend makes fun of me because I literally, like, I have the hardest time sitting down. Like, I'm always doing something. <laughs> um, so, honestly, like, what I tell people is is you only have so many hours in the day. I'm an early bird. I like to get up by, like, 6. I'm at the gym. And it, you have to make the most of it. You know, you have the same amount of hours as everybody else. Um, and if something is really important to you, then you're going to make it a priority. You know, uh, that's what I tell a lot of my, my training clients. Like you're going to find the time for it. Absolutely. It's there. You just got to find it. Yeah. So besides, um, uh, training people and stuff like that, you have any, uh, future projects coming up, any future trips, anything like that? Um, well, I just got back from Jamaica and so we're going to stay home for a little bit, but, um, I camp quite a bit during the summer um, I'm a big tent camper and we do quite a few river trips, but other than that, just getting my, uh, my wellness website up and going, um, teaching yoga, being active in that community. Um, I, I'm trying really hard to focus more on the health and wellness side. My Allison Tyler VIP.com is updated weekly. So that's always got something new for members. Um, yeah, I just, I try to dabble in everything and keep all of my projects updated. <laughs> awesome. So uh, speaking of Jamaica, as I uh, segue professionally like the broadcaster that I am, um, obviously uh-huh. this is the Stoner Jesus show. And we talk a lot about weed and things like that. Yeah. Uh, is that something you've ever uh, tried or any <clears throat> cannabis, anything you've ever had like a relationship with? Oh, yeah. I love weed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I prefer it to drinking. I don't um, – I really don't drink anymore. Yeah. Um, I smoke quite a bit when we were in Jamaica. It was all over the place. <laughs> um, it's legal to own there. It's legal to sell. I mean, you can smoke it on the beach. Um, we actually got to go up and see where Bob Marley was buried 
and wow. uh, his mom's house and everything that they like completely renovated and made into a little museum. And this guy was trying to sell us brownies. <laughs> and our bus driver like highly encouraged us not to take the brownies because he's like, you're not going to be able to function. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you don't want to eat them. They're not like American brownies. <laughs> don't do it. Um, but they did, they did sell us some joints and they were like the biggest joints I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was, I was seriously impressed. So it sounds like a good location to sell brownies and joints. Oh yeah. Right outside the Bob Marley museum. <laughs> Um, great. So, how do you feel that it fits in with like uh, the fitness stuff? There's a, you know, there's been various stories in the news and stuff about cannabis and and using it for pain relief and people who use it for during their workouts or after or before or whatever. How does it fit in with your working out? You know, I know quite a few people that um, that smoke before they work out, and they really tell me I've never done it because I'm still like. I don't know if I could be stoned and function. I haven't, like, I haven't gotten to that point. Like, I'm just a giggly, want to sit on the couch, do nothing kind of stoner. Yeah. So I haven't really mixed it in with my workouts yet, but I've had quite a few people um, in the bodybuilding community tell me that when they smoke before they work out, it really makes them more in tune with their bodies and their muscles. Like, you can really feel your muscles working. Yeah. Um, and there's much better mind-muscle connection. Um, but on top of that, I mean, there's no calories in weed unless you're, you know, unless you're binge eating every night, but <laughs> like that really helps out with dieting and trying to lose weight, you know, which is one of the reasons I don't drink very much because you know, you pick up a beer or a drink and they're usually full of calories. Um, yeah. so weed really kind of goes along for me at least with that lifestyle. And a lot of people that I know that are pretty heavy into the gym and yoga, it's really big in the yoga community. Um, are, are, you know, really big advocates for it. Yeah. What about, um, like on shoots, we've had a lot of, of adult stars tell us that, you know, even though they like weed, but they just can't, they can't mix it with their shoots because there's this, there's too much going on. Are you the same way? Yeah. I mean, you really, it depends on what kind of shoot it is to be honest, but, um, it's hard because there's, there's a lot that you have to focus on. There's a lot that you have to remember. And unless you're like a real professional stoner and you just can highly function. And I know some girls that can, that are great. Um, I'm not one of them, (laughs) but, um, there's a lot to remember. So the girls that can, I really give them props because that, that seems really hard to me. (laughs) Well, Allison, uh, I want to thank you. Uh, before we let you go, uh, besides AllisonTylerVIP.com and Miss Tyler XXX on Twitter, any other uh, places you've mentioned? Are there other places online that people can find you? Yeah, my Instagram is um, Six Feet of Sunshine, and my wellness website, which is BalancedBodiesWellness.com, should be up within the next couple of weeks. Awesome, Allison. Uh, again, thank you. If there's anything you want to, anytime you want to come back on, promote something, anything, just. Uh, just let us know. And again, thank you for your time. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you, Allison. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye. Allison Tyler, VIP.com. Allison Tyler, as I said, search on Google. Miss Tyler XXX on the Twitter. Six Feet of Sunshine on Instagram. Go check out all those places. Great interview. Got a lot of stuff going on. It's time management. Got to get shit done. 
I know people who fucking, she says she gets up at six. I know people sleep like till 11 or 12 and they're like, oh, I don't have time to do anything. Got to get up, man. Get moving. Get you a podcast. <laughs> Working for me. <laughs> Kicking ass, man. Uh, Samantha's joined us in the chat area as well. Thank you again to Allison Tyler. Uh, we're about out of time for the show. We're going to take a break. Come back, wrap things up. High noon with Stoner Jesus, May 19, 2017, live on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. Don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to Frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body products, bags on the retail site. You know, Again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to Hemptations.com and get the info on the store. Planet Everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, I'm on the Internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do, largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations oh let the marijuana llama tell you something now bought a game for your phone gonna make you say wow the game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash grow the seeds till the board put the savings in the stash little by little your empire grows large put the big celebrities inside your entourage you can choose to play with snoop or me or chichin chong cypress hill willie nelson with Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Himping is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. From dabs to chivas, sativas to indicas, we roll out a whole concentrate of fresh new content every week. It's like going from the greenhouse to the dispensary. CannabisRadio.com Do you want to get in on the booming cannabis industry? With new frontier data, we give industry insiders the power of big data analytics to help navigate this rapidly growing and changing landscape. New Frontiers tools help you make critical decisions based on the facts. Our industry analyst reports reveal the best opportunities. Our custom research engagements deliver answers to the most difficult questions. And our cutting-edge big data platform, Equio, puts real-time information and answers you need right at your fingertips. Go to www.equio.io and sign up for your free membership today. That's EQUIO.io to sign up now. The power of real time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. 
following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody? Hi, name with Stoner Jesus, live on CannabisRadio.com, May 19th, 2017. Thanks again to Allison Tyler. Miss Tyler XXX on Twitter, AllisonTylerVIP.com. Getting shit done. The apps thing. That's what I need. I need the app. There's an app that, like, you know, with daily tasks and stuff. Just go through and fucking get it done. I don't make enough lists. That's my problem. Like if I'm creating something, like a, like a show or an article or something, I make lists and notes and outlines and all that bullshit. I seem to do that for every day. Get shit done. She's getting shit done. She's fucking like in her late 20s. She has degrees and a fitness business and she's a porn superstar with hundreds of thousands, millions of fans around the world. She's backpacked to 15 different fucking countries. I'm older than that. I haven't done a fraction of that shit. What have I been doing? Podcasts. That's right. <laughs> Podcasts. Not saying I've been wasting time, but eh. Before we go, got one more uh, story. Story that hits close to home. Because uh, against my better judgment, sometimes I will eat food from a gas station. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. I just wouldn't. And a woman spends three weeks in intensive care after eating gas station nacho cheese. It's from HuffingtonPost.com. My phone rings and I pick up the phone and it's her and she can't articulate a word. And she's saying, basically she's saying, sister, I need you here now. She was saying, I need you here now. I need you here now. That's how Teresa Kelly first came to realize the seriousness of the illness that's changed her vibrant little sister Lavinia from this to this fighting to breathe and even open her eyes. Did you think you were going to lose her? Yeah. It's really scary. And to think if her and my mother had eaten there, my mom's older. If my mom had eaten there, I don't know if we would have lost both of them. The what-ifs torturing the Kelly family all surround Lavinia's choice to drizzle the Doritos she bought at this Walnut Grove gas station April 21st with nacho cheese sauce. From okay, first of all, that's just gross. Doritos? I can handle the, the nacho chips. They're made specifically for the cheese. But Doritos, putting the cheese on the Doritos, gross. In the deli area, she's now one of at least five people being treated at area hospitals after contracting botulism that Sacramento County health investigators. Botulism. Botulism. Well, I can imagine the fucking Yelp and Google and Facebook reviews for that gas station. Have linked to the nacho cheese. One star, I got fucking botulism from the nacho cheese. Cheese served by Valley Oak Food and Fuel. Valley Oak Feud, Food and Fuel, dot, 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 never again, all capital letters. Hashtag botulism. I've been cleaning, cleaning some almost a year when this happened. And she was embracing life and she was, you know. Does this woman have botulism? <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's shot down, bam. She's outside, should she be in a bed? No, I don't know. 
Lavinia Kelly's three kids and the rest of her family have watched. <laughs> that is sad, though. I mean, it's not all serious, but fuck her struggle to regain even the slightest function as the toxin she swallowed attacked her nerve endings. She's now spending her third week in intensive. One star. I wanted nacho cheese, but instead I got the botulism toxin. Care. I've never seen my sister. Um, if I could give less than one star, I would. Not have function of her body or be able to communicate. And I'd never seen my sister on tubes or anything like that. A month ago, Lavinia was eagerly helping her big sis start a new chapter in her life. Now loved ones wonder what kind of life this illness will leave Lavinia with. Thank God that we know she can recover. We just don't know how long or how much effort. And, you know, we've got somebody here every single morning, every single day. She's not left alone, not one minute. We want to make sure that she can communicate as much as possible. But somebody needs to be accountable for her. Somebody needs to pay attention to what the heck they're serving, what they're doing, you know crazy we tried to get some response from gas station owners tonight but got no return calls a gofundme page is being set up to benefit lafinia kelly what they didn't return your call really the gas station that almost killed five people with botulism from nacho cheese they're like hey the news is calling they want to talk about the people you almost killed and the woman that's in the hospital fighting for her life uh no let it go to voicemail I'm already having enough trouble reading these fucking Yelp reviews. This person says they were vomiting blood in our parking lot. It's really going to kill business. And the impending lawsuit. I think this food and fuel place is uh, about done for. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, I go in there like just like a speedway. There's like a big fucking national chain of gas stations. You smell that shit. They got the little dumb fucking hot dogs on the little roller and the little taquitos or whatever the hell they are. It smells like death. It smells like botulism. If I had, if I could imagine what botulism would smell like, it would smell like a fucking. It would smell like that. It would smell like the inside of a speedway, gas station. Fucking Christ. Anyway, it's time for us to go. It's fucking. We're over time. We got to get out of here. <laughs> go get some fucking. Go get some gas station nachos. Love that shit. Thanks everybody for listening. Keep spreading the word about sternjesus.net. Go check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash sternjesus420. Support the show. We need your support. Patreon, great rewards. Go check it out. See you next Friday, noon, Eastern time on cannabisradio.com. Find podcasts there. All information on the show, podcasts, recent shows, all that shit, sternjesus.net. Thanks everybody for listening. And as always, peace, bitches. Peace, bitches.